Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to <laughs> A Cup of Joe and a Show, a Lug Nuts podcast production. I'm joined by Kenny. Aiden. All right, so we're going to get rid of all the weird ASMR going on. I am uh, I'm Nick. We have a special guest today who actually probably has more podcasting experience than any of us, to be completely honest. The one and only Jim Master. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? We're now on Rick and Morty. <laughs> Morty, we got to go to fix the time stream. Ironically, actually, for give a, me some pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> ironically, for a show called A Cup of Joe, we're missing our one host. We are missing Joe today, which is sad. The premise of the show, I'll just let everyone know this right off the bat. Um, we all have a cup of coffee in front of us. One of us today is actually trying coffee for the first time. Well, not the first time. Trying my coffee for the first time. Trying your coffee. Okay, yeah. I'm probably not going to like it. <laughs> That's hurtful. Anyways. Maybe not with that attitude. Come on. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about movies and TV shows we've been watching recently. And uh, it's just going to be a little fun thing, 15 minutes. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Check out our other podcasts on Spotify, What Does the Bible Say? And actually, sorry, it's What the Bible Says. And uh, I asked what I wanted to know. Anyways, we are getting right into this. Jim, what's your hot take on movies? By the way, just so everyone knows, Jim watches more movies than all of us combined. I almost have 50 movies released from 2022 alone under my belt this year. That's wow. Movies. Well, like, first, Kenny Kenny took a sip of that coffee. How do you, what do you think, Kenny? Eh. You kind of like it, don't you? No. Do you like be, the sweet coffee, or do you more like the bitter coffee? A good I, introduction to get I hate bitter tastes. We all have okay. kind of different movie so. tastes. So what's all everyone's favorite film? Hmm. Of all time? Yeah. Night of the Living Dead. George A. Romero, 1968. Wow, he knew all the details. My favorite film of all time. Hmm. The reason why, because if you have you has anybody ever seen a zombie film, George Romero's zombie, like Night of the Living Dead, Day of the Dead? I don't watch a lot of horror or anything okay. like that. So like Romero, he used to do like these messages for for his movies, like in uh, Day of the Dead it was, or Dawn of the Dead. It it was a consumerism. People hmm. got trapped in a in a mall when malls were like the popular thing these days oh uh it got trapped in a mall and so it was all about consumerism you know like the the, the hungry zombies wanted inside the mall you know it's supposed to be kind of like that but day of the dead or uh, night of the living dead there's trilogies couple there's like six romero films this is what oh, happens wow. when i start drinking coffee anyway night of the living dead um it was supposed to be a message about vietnam hmm. at the time but it turned into a um a race kind of a thing about race because you had uh, a cast of white people and then one black guy and the black guy is the one that's in the lead and telling everybody what to do and like telling like so so this uh, it all starts with this one uh, lady um i can't remember her name anyway she, uh, there's this, uh, she's in the cemetery and the zombie apocalypse happens as, you know, as it, as it happens. Um, and she gets chased to this farmhouse and then she meets this one guy who's Ben, who's the black guy. And, um, there's these people in the basement that come up and, 
basically trying to assert dominance right over the house because they were the first ones there. And then the, they're like, uh, they get into kind of fight. And the, Ben says, you know, you can have the downstairs. This is upstairs. If you're up here, you're, you're doing what I say, right? And so, like, and this is 68. Like, if it was made today, nobody would bat an eye, right? But this is 68 where it's like, you know, that kind of, like, message, that kind of thing is, like, you know, pretty hot button issue back that back then. Not saying that it isn't more but um so that's that's why i like it because it was an accidental thing they they did it that way because ben the guy who played ben was the um the best actor among their group huh so that's why he was cast in that role so it wasn't even meant to be it wasn't even meant if you watch george romero's interviews he's like yeah you know we didn't think of it that way. We just thought of it that he's the best of the actors. He's the one that has the actual theatrical experiences and, you know, classical training. So we're going to put him as the main lead for the for the guy. And so that's how it worked. So the movie that somehow gets some sort of like race meaning whatever behind it was brought about by some guy who wasn't all uh, a racist and was just like... I don't care what color he is. He's the best actor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which kind of amplifies the message a little bit more. So that's why I like that is, is, um, and basically that just spawned my love for zombie culture. So hmm. that's my favorite film. Hmm. Okay. What about you, Nick? You know, all right. So yeah, you got to follow that. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. We're just going to, we're going to take a step back. So I used to always say my favorite movie is the man from uncle came out in 2015 it's based off the TV series. I don't know if any of you have ever watched it. Oh, with Army that. Hammer? Yeah, it's got Army Hammer and um, Henry Cavill, Superman. Never seen that film. And uh, it's got Alicia Vikander, who plays uh, Laura Croft. Oh, yeah. And star-studded lineup. I love... The way they do the movie is so just interesting and so unique. A lot of flashbacks, and there's a lot of... It's a, really actually confusing if you're not paying attention to it a lot. And I watched it with my girlfriend in New York. Uh, hi, Michaela. And... I, Hi, I, I I watched it with her and we we watched it and it was just like meh like it didn't like for me I think there's a bit of nostalgia for it because I used to watch it with my grandparents and it was very it's just a very nostalgic film for me so I think that movie has a special place in my heart what my favorite movie is I honestly don't know I can tell you a movie I really enjoyed this year and I think everyone in this room knows it I really enjoyed the Batman. That was a good one. Because, one, I appreciated their take on the Riddler. I appreciated how um, Robert Pattinson portrayed Bruce Wayne, Batman. I liked their take on Alfred. I I liked all of the casting. I know a lot of people have complaints about um, uh, Commissioner, or no, I guess it's not Commissioner, I guess it's Detective Gordon in this film. I liked him. I know, and I really enjoyed his acting. I thought he had a unique take on it. I also like him as an actor anyways, but that's a separate story. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed that film. Like, that's, like, of my 2022 movies, that is very high up there in terms of my favorite. A close second would probably be Top Gun Maverick. I still haven't oh, seen that I haven't yet. seen it yet. I've it's, heard so much good stuff. It's so, it. like, it's just such a good sequel, and it doesn't try and shove any, like, counterculture or... Political and I heard the statements. Neat thing too is because the original is kind of more funny, if anything. Uh, but I heard that it's really cool that they did like actual jets and all that. Like especially when we are everything so much CGI and green screen now, 
that they insisted that they wanted actual jets is pretty awesome. Well, yeah. And Tom like, Cruise. Did Korea or China try and like do spying on the they, film or something? They actually like, realigned their satellites because in the beginning of the film, <laughs> in the beginning of the film, I won't spoil anything crazy, but there's a special aircraft they make. Right. And it's it's just a fake aircraft that they built around another one. But it was so real when they were flying it that it convinced China that it was actually a real like new aircraft we designed it so they like realigned <laughs> satellites to spy on the area where it was deployed but yeah no i think i think batman the batman with robert pattinson is probably my favorite movie of 2022 my favorite movie of all time is up for grabs um like i said i watched a man from uncle and it was kind of meh so but enjoyed the zodiac killer take on the riddler i really appreciated that and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of matt reeves batman universe that he's doing i hope they continue with it uh, there's already a Penguin series being developed with I heard with the guy Colin what's Farrell. his name Colin, Colin Farrell, Farrell. and it, he's already seen the script and he loves it so that's awesome. Okay. Colin Farrell, I started I didn't recognize the name at first when it was the Batman. I started looking up and see his other that guy is really really good. He's got a lot of different stuff. Um, there's one that's Fright Night. You ever see Fright Night? It's no, the, it's the reboot from the from the movie. And he plays the bad guy. He's hmm. Jerry the Vampire. <laughs> it's great. What a name. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, I, like I said, love that. And like I said, I love Matt Reeves just style. I loved the coolest part of that movie is it's raining everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. And one thing, it's a cool foreshadow for the flood. Oh, Two, yeah. it's just I love that cinematography. And I thought the movie was just gorgeous, too, in terms of their cinematography and, and lighting and, and just how they did all that. So that was really cool. You have Before, to be a fan of slower paced movies a little bit, though, sometimes. You do. Which isn't bad. It's, mm-hmm. It gives it a lot more time to flesh a lot of stuff out. But. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think um, it's not for the faint of heart. I mean, it's a three hour movie. Yeah, <laughs> we went and saw beast. it. We went and saw it's it. Jim and I did. Uh, two times, actually, we went and saw it together, I think. Did and we saw it, it together once. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I saw it with you first, and I saw it with Aiden and, oh, okay. and his fiance. Um, but yeah, I saw it with you, Joe, and my brother. That's who it That's was. Right. Yeah, and we saw, it, and it was three hours. My brother loved it. I loved. I think everyone walked out of the film satisfied with what happened. But so yeah, that was really good. But fun fact: Tom Cruise is going to be the first man to do a spacewalk as an action stunt. Really? Yeah, off the International Space Station. I can see that. I will say what is another crazy thing is that at the uh, it's not spoiling anything. At the end of the film, there's a P fifty one Mustang. That is actually owned by Tom Cruise. Yeah. The guy is an actual pilot and loves to fly. And I thought that was kind of neat to see. Yeah. That dude is crazy cool. I would love to meet Tom Cruise. How many times have you listened to something in the way since watching the Batman? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I never knew what that song was until Joe told me, like, we watched it. That following week, he told me what it was, and I listened to it. And I've, it's in my playlist. Like, I actually have it in my Spotify playlist that I listen to regularly. And, I love the song. Like it brings back a lot of like the memories of the movie the first time I saw it too. And also I just like the lyrics and the concept of it. So it's good. But yeah. What about you, Kenny? What's your favorite movie of all time? If you say Rudy, I'm going to lose a lot of respect for you. <laughs> That's a good film. I mean, Jim, Jim is right. It's a really good it film, is. but, but Rudy's it is Clifford the big red dog. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no. Um, honestly, it kind of depends on like, what kind of like genre of movie I'm in? Sure. Hmm. Like if I'm in a sports movie, my favorite sports movie of all time is Glory Road, and that is that. it is based on a true story that happened. Um, it was 
Okay. That was good. Okay. Jim and Nick took a drink of coffee at the same time in yeah. sync. Yeah. It was great. Um, but I think it was like in the 70s. Um, Texas Western, now called University of Texas El Paso, um, hired a guy named Don Haskins, who was a girls' high school basketball coach. And he went down and was told that he was basically going to be living in the men's dorm watching the college athlete, college basketball kids on his team. When he saw the athletes, he was like, these guys suck. I need better athletes. And he couldn't get the top top white talent to come down because Texas Western was terrible. So his only option was to recruit the black players. But Texas Western, at the time, there was pushback because, well, they're black. Sure. But his first year... As coach at Texas Western, he had five total black players. They went undefeated. Uh, they went undefeated up until one game, and they lost. And that was out in Seattle. They went back, got into the NCAA tournament, went up all the way to the national championship game. In the national championship game, Don Haskins was the first coach to start five black players. All five. He had seven total black players. None of the white players in the championship game saw any court time. He played all the black players. And he played Kentucky, who was and is still a powerhouse in college basketball. So basically, it, it's just a, gr it's a great film. And so that's my favorite sports movie. Now, war movie? Mm, that's uh, I'm going to guess it. Let me guess it. What? Hacksaw Ridge. No. Oh. Is so it uh, Saving is Private Ryan? <coughs> Close. Okay. What did you say? The Saving be, Private Ryan. Oh, that'd be yeah. number three on my list. I think number one. Fury. Even, even though, you, yeah, even though it's oh. fake. Fury. What's that one about? It's one with Brad Pitt. Slick. <laughs> Brad Pitt, where he plays the tank commander. Oh. Yeah. The thing, too, is that I can appreciate I was thinking of a different World War II film I, with I'm Brad a major Pitt. <laughs> I can't say it on here. I'm a major World War II history nut, and that actually portrays tank combat quite accurate, which yeah. is shocking because they usually get it very, very awful. Right, <laughs> right. So, I mean, that would be my favorite war movie. Now, favorite scary movie, It 1, It 2, oh. or It Chapter 2. Those are great films. Oh, my gosh. Bill Skarsgård. You know, he does the eye thing. It's natural. It's natural. And he does the smile, too. Yeah, yeah. All was of that there an was him. Or somebody asked him how he did that, and he just did it and freaked everyone <laughs> out. Well, <laughs> yeah, he was on uh, Conan yeah. one night too, and he was like, "Yeah, it's because my little, my older, older brother would scare me like that and do the smile and have like a mm -hmm. like a hood over his head and just run around and scare him." And so that's how he learned how to do the that the whole start smile. And he had a lazy eye, and he can make it go one way and. Hmm. That whole Skarsgård family is talented. The father who's in Holy Thor and, and Avengers. Yes. The guy, the, the the professor that runs around naked in Thor 2. Oh, that's him? That's his father, yeah. <laughs> like, that's oh, yeah. great. Crazy family. I like that guy as an actor. Yeah. Hmm. I've, I'm not into horror. Hmm. I just, Jim, as of the recording of this, is doing like a horror movie a day. 31 Days of Horror. Yeah, 31 Days of Horror. And, I, and when I asked him, yeah. I was dog-sitting last week, um, 
and I asked two weeks ago actually, and I asked him to come over and watch one. That way, I can be a part of it, and I could watch a horror movie. But I told him no gore. I don't do gore. Like if there's gonna be like yeah. body parts thrown all over and and just creepy nasty stuff, yeah, I'm against so I it. So I couldn't do. I couldn't show Rudy. So. Yeah, he couldn't show Rudy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm weird because I can't do like I can't do like horror wow. film gore. That was a good. One. I remember when it came out, and he's like, "We should go watch it," and I'm like, "I have zero interest in watching." <laughs> I've still never seen it. I don't have. Uh, any desire to but i don't do horror film gore i can do comedic gore for some reason like you like because it's with the laugh the monty yeah. python something stuff. about deadpool is just hilarious to oh me even though it's pretty sure. brutal it's just i don't know it gets played for laughs in such a way i can appreciate right because you're laughing along with it if you're screaming along with it it's a different type of thing that's true which it's that i also love that film is like the benchmark for fourth wall breaks mm. <laughs> it's great it's she hulk what do you mean no, no, she held We're a not TV a... show. Of, of that's true. Art. That's true. But yeah, no, I, we watched the Escape Room. I can do like thrillers because I'd say probably my favorite horror thriller movie is probably The Shining. Mm. That's a whole. We could do a whole episode on The Shining. That film's crazy. Next week, Halloween. There you go. Oh, that's true. Oh. Mm, interesting. Anyways, and you've yet to answer your favorite movie. Ooh. Well, these two gave. A little bit. So I will say it's very close for me on the original Iron Man movie is really good. That one's up Mm. there is back when Marvel's glory days. It really sets the tone for the rest of the MCU. It's oh, it's done so perfect. And I always appreciate when it comes to my comic book movies or whatever. Yeah, I appreciate the more like obviously it's still a guy in a flying metal suit, but in a way it's still more grounded if you will <laughs> and and then you get to the point where like <laughs> nowadays it's giant you know space battles and aliens and stuff and i find it hard to keep up with um but probably these two know exactly what i'm going to say cinderella <clears throat> i was gonna say beauty and the Serious? beast with emma, Wa- emma, <laughs> emma watson guessed it perfectly it's tales all the time oh i also really appreciate uh second christopher nolan dark knight Dark Knight. Uh, Dark I think Knight it is the Dark Knight. Not Rises. Is no, it it's just Dark Knight. It is Dark, Dark Knight. Knight Rises is the third. That is still probably like, so as much f- as he says he likes a new Batman, um, I will fully admit Christian Bale's Batman voice is awful, but the rest of that movie is amazing, and I love it. Tell me where the lodgings are. I need yeah. a lodgings. So, so wait are. a minute. I, I've never seen that trilogy. I mean, I know are a lot of... Are you kidding me? I know a lot about the trilogy. Even and I've, I've seen, seen that. I've seen a lot of clips of it. So I can put the movies and the plot lines together. Right. I've never seen them in full. The first movie is good. What's the, the first movie, movie called? is incredible. Uh, like, Dark Knight Rises? No, the first one is just... Um, Batman Be... Batman Begins. Batman yeah. Begins. And then they go and on a Dark Knight tangent. Like, it's yeah, like it's Batman the, Begins, Dark Knight, and then the Dark Knight okay. Rises. Yeah, it's the Dark Knight, and then the Dark it's, Knight it Rises. Kind of right. is, the first it movie the is Knight very begins. good. It's got <laughs> Liam Neeson as Rob <laughs> Al Right, yeah. And I love that f- film. The second movie is the best. A, a benchmark for what any superhero movie should be. And then the third movie kind of, it wasn't bad, but it, didn't hold up to the standard of the last First, break your water. Yes. <laughs> oh. I think Tom Hardy did fine with what he had. It just could have been better. I would make it through COVID with this mask. 
dare you insult but would you like fries with that both of those are yeah. in my favorite like at the very oh. top but my favorite movie of all time is uh the hunt for october Ooh, that's a good one too i knew it's you were gonna one, say it's that it's the only alec baldwin film where i appreciate like he really did do a mm. great job and uh sean connery i love sean connery even though sam neill's in it it's yeah. <laughs> Rip yeah. Sean Connery. It's, just, it's a very great cast. It's also got the original It actor. What's his name? Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim yeah, Curry. Tim yeah. Curry's in it. And I, Sean Connery's attempt at a Russian accent. I love it. <laughs> this is my I, Sean Connery Russian accent. Yes. But as somebody, Where's like I said earlier, as a World War II history nerd, and I'm also a cold, really oh, into yeah. Cold War history, <laughs> that is actually an amazingly accurate portrayal of submarine combat. And I do appreciate like a slower kind of movie intense and stuff like that. So it's not for everyone, but I love it. You know, that's one of those films where, you know, you have such an iconic actor as Sean Connery. You kind of bypass the fact that he can't do a Russian accent and neither can Sam Neill. He can't do a Russian. Neither of them can, but outside the accent, they did everything else. Great. Right. That's why you're like, you're not casting Sean Connery as a Russian. You're just casting Sean Connery. (laughs) That's like, there's those actors that like there's Sean Connery, um, Christopher Walken, um, Nick Cage. You're not really casting them to be, be people. You're casting them to be themselves. Isn't it incredible also that they got all the shots they did of the submarines in combat, given the fact that they obviously did not have access to a Russian submarine. And while yeah. I did have out, all the outside shots of American subs are actual submarines, the interiors of it were made on set roughly based off what... Because the, the military obviously helped them a bit, I think, but they didn't outright let them copy the inside of one of their submarines. So <laughs> they could have just went to the field museum and like took a tour through that one sub that's, you know, you can just walk through. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they did. You know, I never watched submarine movies. Really? Don't say it. Yeah, they're beneath me. Don't say oh, it. Oh, you, you punk. Would you stop drowning us in your puns? No. But I appreciate too. <laughs> I'll take you like, down to the watery grave. I, I appreciate kind of a slow burn movie sometimes as well. Except for the Batman, apparently. I didn't say I didn't like the Batman. <laughs> you're like, you're like. Um, I do I, think Christian Bale did a better Bruce Wayne. We didn't get to see a lot know. of Bruce Wayne, so I can't argue that point. I yeah, think, I think well, he was full Batman than he was Bruce Wayne. I think the next film you'll see more Bruce Wayne. I agree because I, next is supposedly the Court of Owls, and oh. if that's the case, I'll there's a lot a more Bruce Wayne. That. I'm sorry. I'll give a hoot about that. Oh, oh gosh. Is, also, is the villain Hootie? From also, Hootie really the up there would be uh, uh, <laughs> for me would be Walk the Line with uh, Joaquin Phoenix as Johnny Cash. Oh, that yeah, one that is really good. good. Ooh, Joaquin Phoenix. That there's a few of them that's really hard to pick from. Like it for me, it is Hunt for October. It's the one I've seen like 12 times. But there's a lot of them up there that are like really good that I can sit there and rewatch. I know the whole movie and I'm still entertained. <laughs> So, I I wanted to ask you, Jim. Yes. You said something about you know uh, you don't cast Sean Connery for a Russian accent. You cast Sean Connery. You cast Sean like, Connery okay. for Sean Connery. Like like two things. One, what if they did cast Sean Connery for a Russian? No, you, you can't tell me he like <laughs> Sean. We want you to come in here and do just like a 
test acting scene. We're going for a Russian act. We're, we're going for a Russian accent because he's a Russian, you know, submarine captain. So let's see what you got. Oh, yes, I'm going to drink my vodka as I read Dostoevsky. <laughs> oh, you got the part. <laughs> no, no, there's no way. But they knew he could play the serious acting, too, because, well, even nowadays. His most acting is impeccable. Think, yeah, nothing, most people nothing with his acting. <laughs> when you think James Bond, there's still a lot of right. people who go, oh, that's oh, Sean Connery. Yeah. See, for me, that's not. It's not, James Bond is not Sean Connery. James Bond is uh, Pierce Brosnan. See, I like Pierce yeah. Brosnan, but I also like Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig's okay. Casino Royale was fabulous. Oh, definitely. After As Casino Royale, further, eh. it, yeah, like, you know, eh. right now with the Golden Eye was the best Brosnan film. Oh, right absolutely. James Bond. Everybody's Bond making memes like, "Oh, you're upset about a." Black Little Mermaid, just wait to see. And it's, you know, Idris Alba is the next Bond. I'm actually really excited if he is the next James Bond. You know he what, would though? do great. I, I, I saw a critique. I, I love Idris Alba, and I don't think he needs it. Like, his, his career where he's at right now does not need that bump in stardom. And why would you take that much criticism? Because you know whoever's going to be the next Bond it's is true. going to receive... Of a large amount of harsh criticism. Daniel if, Craig's shaved legs. Even, <laughs> if, even if even if the actor is impeccable, right? Like, here's it doesn't the, matter. Like, why would you put yourself through that? So, here's who the you thing: think would make a bond. He might oh, need. He might need to do <laughs> that. Based off, <laughs> he might. <laughs> he might My need to do bond. that film. He might need to do that film because of Beast. Uh, he was in Beast, and then he was in another weird one. Um, he's kind of gone off the beaten path. Like he might need to take a James Bond film see, to end his career. Maybe. Off. I don't Heimdall know. He is Black really Superman, good, though. though. So he's great as Heimdall. I agree. He's fabulous in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he did. Uh, he he's done a couple flops over the last couple of years. The Gunslinger, the Dark Tower movie. Yeah. Uh, even Wasn't that I based lo- off? I of love that good film. book series. Stephen King, it's based off of seven books, and it's not really based. It's like the sequel. I can't really spoil it if you've never read the books, but it's... I just know the books because of some comment about some weird, like, sentient train that somebody made him meet Charlie the Choo Choo. I love that series. I saw a meme somewhere and looked it up, and it's, like, literally a psychopath sentient train. Only only in that book series can you see a bunch of light saber wielding robots throwing snitches that are bombs like it's the greatest book series and of, of, of ever do you guys know they're making a charlie the choo-choo train like horror Video game, game? Yeah. yeah it's awesome it looks yeah. pretty inc- like i hate horror games as well because i don't know i just don't like being scared usually like that but that game looks actually kind of funny and you're literally being chased down by a giant spider train it's horrifying i would never play it <laughs> You know, I I like watching horror movies. I like re- reading horror books. I'm not a fan of horror games. Mm, okay. You know I don't know why. Well, and it's a little more immersive too. Like in a movie, you're like, okay, I'm watching a movie. In a game, you're playing a character that's being right. hunted down. Like, I went I went to the Nile Scream Park last night, and it's like, okay, hi. That's hi. what I did when we went. Is literally just walk around and say hi to people. But this, I, this it, one guy offered to buy my ears. I told him I'd charge him a buccaneer. <laughs> Your dad jokes are impeccable and also really concerning because you're uh, not a you dad. Should have told I'm him, an uncle. You should have tell, <laughs> told him. Means you, I can get away with him. <laughs> you should have told him that you're not selling the ears, but you take a buck for an eye. Oh, Buckeye. Buckeye. Oh, yeah. Be, yeah. Buck and ear. I don't read any horror books, and I don't watch movies or 
or play games, but for some reason, I got really into reading up on all the lore for the Five Nights at Freddy's. I've never yeah. played a single game. They're supposed to be making a movie. Is there? In talks, yeah. Mm. Isn't Nick, there like a... Nick Cage had a great movie called Willy's Wonderland that was essentially Five Nights at Freddy's. I saw clips it of that. It was so hilarious. I love the fact that he uh, is just like basically invincible, just going around he murdering. He doesn't them. speak at all in that film, though. It's just the his best role. role. A speechless Nick Cage. That's great. Uh, sorry, no, Ghost Rider was his best role. Ghost Rider without the CG. If you watch Ghost Rider without the CGI, that's even better because like Nick Cage is just like. It's, if you've ever seen that, like go on YouTube and look up Nick Cage Ghost Rider no CGI, he goes full on. It's like, only just crazy. it only gets better when you get to Nick Cage CGI Ghost Rider with Sam Elliott on oh, a flaming yeah. horse. Yeah. Or you got Nick Cage playing. Nick Cage playing Nick Cage. It's <laughs> like in my top five of this year so far. No, this is the, un, the Unbe- unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah, yeah, that's the greatest. It was one funny. Of the greatest you ever films. seen the like college humor skit though? It's like Nick Cage's agent. It's just like you're playing like the worst person. Like, it's all these awful roles, and he's I'll take it for every single one. Yeah, his agent's just you're literally playing a butt. Flying through space. I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, if anybody could pull that off. It's Nick Cage. That's the magic it's of Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. And on that note, I'm out of coffee. I've been out of, I've coffee, been for out of coffee for a while. We're severely out of coffee. Hey, it doesn't end. cup right here. Kenny's coffee is Kenny, I will not. I, I, no offense. It's, I just it's, don't drink after people. It's kind of me. It's not a you thing. It's just a me thing. It's kind of just like a you pile kind of a thing. It's not my pile. It is a little bit because of the mocha I put and in. And like the like the chocolate bar and the syrup is just now. It's like a kind of like formed a swamp a, thing. A nice little yeah, exactly. swamp thing. Yeah. Let's talk about Werewolf by Night at some point. Oh, that's man thing. No, it's not. Yes. Wait, what? No, it's not. I think it's man thing. I thought it was swamp DC? thing. I don't think it's swamp. Yeah, DC's. I'm swamp sure that's swamp thing. Yeah, man thing's Marvel. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was swamp thing the whole time. No, DC is swamp thing. Oh. Okay. Swamp Anyways, thing. well, uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I don't know when we're gonna be back. We're just DC recording has a these. Lot of plant-related enemies. Poison, Poison ivy, ivy, and swamp thing. Swamp thing. There's one other I'm thinking what about a bog of? thing. You're thinking of a firefly. No, what's the there's swamp thing and then there's like blue the beetle. Giant, That's no. a good guy. <laughs> what was his name? Because he's the guy. He was in the, one of the DC animated movies. With uh, Poison Ivy, this one other guy trying to wake there, up. There's that muck guy, uh, what, the sw- uh, Clayface. He's kind of like a muddy kind of a dude. One sec. I gotta Google it. Talk amongst yourselves for one. 30 seconds. So uh, the other day I was walking down the street and uh, this guy said, hey, can I have a dollar? And I'm like, well, I'll give you a dollar if you give me $2. And he's like, okay, deal. And I gave him like... One dollar, and he gave me two dollars, and that's when he realized that it was Monopoly money, and he's like, oh hey, I want gosh, my money back. I'm like, no refunds. There's a <laughs> list of DC top ten plant-based characters. <laughs> I don't know what I just I listened to. I have no clue. Did you just have like a list of plant-based enemies on, on DC as like a bookmark on your phone? No, oh, yeah, he planned this out. It. He did. He's like, okay, bucket list for today. I'm going to go on the podcast and randomly bring up Weird Solomon tentacle Grundy enemies from DC. Days. He kind of is actually. Is he? Yeah, he's reanimated, right? He was dead and he's brought back to life. Solomon Grundy. Oh, born on a Monday. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. saying the Brit. I was like, yeah. what are you talking about, Jim? Do we have to go? I think we have to go. Kenny's showing the... It's 3.53. We've got to get to youth group. you got to get to youth group. we got to get out of here. I don't know when we're going to be back. We'll be back at some point. Next topic I'm going to say is who you want to be the next James Bond. Take long and hard Nick to think Cage. about it. Right, Daniel done. Radcliffe. I'll, I'll, I'll have, I'll I have <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe would be great. We'll have a real. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> on that note. About Woody Harrelson. We'll see you next time. Hey, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. You can also listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching the Lugnuts Podcast Group. Thanks for listening. And remember, Jesus loves you. So do we.